Welcome to the Tiger Cast, a podcast designed to tell the story of Warsaw schools and inform our community about the great things happening to serve our students. This is Amy Lunsford, principal at Lincoln Elementary. And I'm Kyle Carter, the chief technology and data analytics officer for Warsaw Community Schools. So, Amy, welcome back. Hey, thanks. It's good taken, to be back. We've taken quite a break here. We have. It kind of felt a little funny being around these microphones this morning. But... We'll get right back into the rhythm of it today because we've got an awesome show. We have several guests with us today. We want to say good morning and welcome to Jennifer Miller from Leesburg Elementary, Catherine Cavanaugh from Lincoln Elementary, and Dr. Danny Barkey, the Deputy Superintendent of Warsaw Community Schools. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Over history, we've highlighted a lot of great partnerships, a lot of really cool stories that have happened through Warsaw Community Schools. So we have a unique one today, one that's been happening for a while, but one that I don't think many people out in our community might know about. Yeah, I love this partnership personally, and I'm excited for us to be able to tell this story. It's a partnership with the University of Virginia and Darden School of Business for School Improvement. And we are lucky that our own Danny Barkey got in on the ground level of this work and knew right away that it was something Warsaw needed to be a part of. We want to just highlight what some of that learning looks like. So earlier this month, we had teams from Leesburg, Lincoln, and Warsaw High School attend a UVA session held in Oklahoma City. And I don't know, whenever I hear Oklahoma City, I want to go, Oklahoma. (laughs) We're going to hear a little bit about that learning that took place and what these teams brought back to their buildings. Yeah, great stuff. Danny, kick us off and give us a little background of this WCS-UVA partnership. Well, it goes all the way back to 2015 when IDOE came to us and said, hey, we'd like for you to vet this program going on out in Charlottesville. And this had never happened to us before. So um, I uh, flew out in the middle of July and uh, went to some professional development that they were holding um, on the campus of UVA. And And I was not there for more than about three hours. And I said, this is the best professional development I've ever had. And so it was uh, kind of a given where we we told the the DOE, this is a great thing to be part of. And they gave us kind of some scholarship money to to have our first partnership. In fact, they paid for our whole first partnership. And after that, uh, we took another cohort through. So the first partnership was with our secondary schools. Uh, And then we... um, uh, moved on to our Title I schools, and currently we're taking the group through that, that Kyle just mentioned. So, Danny, we hear the the Darden School of Business. <laughs> we're all educators. So how does how does that play out? Well, I'll tell you, when I went to uh, uh, UVA in 2015 mm-hmm. and they told me that it was a, a business partnership, I thought, no way can you apply business principles to schools. People always want us to, but these are kids. We have to be individual and take an in- individual approach. Um, it is a, a partnership with Darden School of Business, but there also um, is their education department, and they partner together. And they apply they help us apply business principles into to our organization to help us be a learning organization and change some of the fundamental uh, foundations of what we do to make them consistently better and be a learning organization. Um, but they're not suggesting that we should treat our kids like widgets and try to produce the exact same model. That's, that is not um, applicable to our context. So we take the best of business principles and apply it to an educational setting. And that's really what the program is designed and does mm-hmm. on, on, on a basis. So these teams recently took in some deep learning in Oklahoma City with Paul Bambrick Santoyo. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Jennifer and Catherine, what were your big takeaways from from this time in Oklahoma City? Um, My biggest takeaway from Paul was the main focus of professional development that we went to was data-driven instruction. So taking that back and just being more focused on looking at the data, looking at assessments, and that's our main start, and going back and making sure that um, my rigor matches the assessment rigor, and being more mindful of going back and reteaching, how am I reteaching it, whether it's modeling or guided discourse, or being okay with taking things things slow as well and it's not going to be perfect the first time around so that that was a big focus too for me do not let perfect get in the way of progress right I would second everything that Catherine said. And for me, it was really a lot of affirmation that what we've done at Leesburg the last couple of years, we're on the right track. We've really focused on doing data-driven PLCs and now we're looking at that data and taking the next steps that we learned with the reteaching plans. Can I can I uh, ask a question? I know that's not my role, but um, I want to, you know, a lot of criticism that I get when people hear DDI or data-driven instruction is they say, oh, well, that's just teaching to the test. And um, we want school to be more than just about data and testing. So having heard Paul and um, coming back kind of fired up about DDI, what would you say to critics that would say it's all about teaching to the test? I think it's the complete opposite. We are using our data from our test to figure out what our students need going forward and really delivering that instruction then and the way that they will best learn it. I love that. I love that. Um, One thing that Paul said that really stood out to me was making a 17-year plan for these kids. Kindergarten, we start from the beginning and we're setting that foundation and we want that plan to be structurally sound. And with this data-driven instruction, we're just building on top of that. So yeah, I love that. I love that. Thank and you. what I hear, what I hear throughout all of that is just so much intentionality. So really what we brought back from Oklahoma City was a designed to be intentional for all of the great things that happen in a classroom. I know, Danny, you had mentioned, well, you're just teaching to a test. And when you hear that, it sometimes sounds like, oh, man, we're taking out all of the creativity, all of the individuality out of a classroom. And it couldn't be further from the truth. It allows you to teach intentional, still be creative, but be intentional with where your students are. Yeah, I think the misconception in the past is that it was all about the test, which is a a dead assessment. This is really about the action. What do you do Mm -hmm. with that data? How do you be really intentional and prescriptive for learning for kids so that you give them exactly what they need? What we don't have in our schedules is time. And this allows us to be so much more intentional and give the kids exactly what they need for them to be succeed and to learn at high levels. And it really does shift the the focus from the teaching that, you know, oftentimes we're really focused on. What are those best strategies and are they being delivered? But it it takes that focus from the teaching to the learning that the students are doing. So great, great stuff. I would echo what you said about the best professional development I've ever, I've ever taken in. Ladies, all three of you, our schools work from uh, an improvement plan called the 90 day plan. And I personally love this document. Um, It has allowed us to really achieve and um, try to institutionalize so many practices that are good for kids. And that is rooted in the UVA partnership. So tell us a little bit about um, the work of those plans and specifically the work that you're doing within those 90-day plans in your own buildings. 
at Leesburg, our focus on our first semester 90-day plan was really the data-driven PLC, and we decided that we wanted to continue that based on that rubric that Paul had us fill out on our data-driven instruction implementation. But as we're doing that, our UVA partnership team is doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work for our next 90-day plan next year, where our group is creating a reteaching plan and implementing it just in two of our classrooms so that we have all of those kinks worked out when we want to roll it out school-wide next year. Um, at Lincoln, we are, for our first semester, we took a look at PLC work. So we really dove into the four questions and expanded on that. And then for this 90-day plan, we are going into data-driven instruction. And our main goal is to really hone in on those weekly data meetings. So the last couple of weeks, we had our group all together during staff meeting and PLC, and we modeled that work for them on what our angle looks like. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be taking it slow and doing little chunks at a time to really build on that protocol. And hopefully our angle is having data meetings at the end of the year. Oh, that is so exciting. So this is the 90 day plan is an example of kind of the business structure that we can apply to education. Um, so it is it is a, um, a way to collaborate with your leadership team to really hone in on those what we call big rocks, the things that we want to change in our buildings and make better. And then we have kind of a tracker system where we say these actions are going to help improve or get us to those goals. And they are date stamped, they're people stamped who's going to help us carry them out. And what it has done for our district um, and all of our buildings use the 90-day plan structure, is it has helped us be more intentional to meet our goals and make progress towards our goals. It has helped the district to provide better resources to make sure that we are uh, helping you meet those goals and provide the resources to do so. Uh, and instead of, at the start of the year, having all these great plans that we hope we get to, now we are tracking them along the way and really being um, consistent on making progress. And it's been a beautiful thing. And it has also, just like these ladies talked about, it has allowed us to get our teachers involved and distribute leadership throughout our building. So it's not all on the principal. It's not all just on the leadership team that everybody's buying into the direction we're going as a school. Well, and we keep saying intentionality because it is so focused around intentionality. You you target and identify the big rocks that are preventing preventing the level of success you want to see in a school. And then you chip away at the rock piece by piece. And that's the focus of those 90-day plans. We're going to pick one thing to target. There's so many things we need to accomplish in school. We're going to pick one thing. We're going to work at chipping away of it so we can be great for our students. I love that process that we bring back from the University of Virginia and the Darden Business School. So this partnership in learning, it's great, but it really is intense. So there's a lot of professional development that takes place in the summer. We just came back from a conference here in January. Leadership teams in your buildings meet on a weekly or or, or um, monthly basis and such. There's a lot that takes place in these plannings. What are your feelings about being involved in all of the PD that takes place in your building and what's it meant to you personally? Um, going to Oklahoma City, I really had no idea what to expect. Um, the big zing word was cold calling and my anxiety <laughs> shot through the roof. Um, I was telling Mrs. Bean, one of the teachers, I have no problem faking a tummy ache if they call on me. So um, good thing that didn't happen. I was brave and that learning was the best learning I've ever had. Um, came back with a lot of good ideas, um, but the professional development overall, overall, I'm a lifelong learner and I 
love taking in everything I can and adapting it for me. So it's been good. I would agree. It's been the best professional development I've experienced in my 11 years of education. But just being asked by the district to go felt like such an honor. Mm. The district sees us as catalyst of change in our district and in our schools. And so even though it was a great professional development, it felt good to be invested in by the district as well. Mm-hmm. I love that you recognize that. And you are seen as change agents. Um, and, you know, just to kind of give you guys a pat on the back and the the entire teams that went to the UVA um, professional development, there is a lot of time commitment to this. Because as Kyle said, it's it's not just attending these conferences and giving up a one day of your winter break, but there's a lot of leadership team meetings that go an hour, two hours after school. There's a lot of planning of um, staff meetings and presenting in front of your peers and coming alongside of them and letting them know that, you know, you endorse this and that it can be done. And so uh, kudos to you guys for taking um, a little bit of a risk and putting yourselves out there to grow our students. I, w- I would say, too, that this is some of the hardest work that I've ever done with UVA. Uh, PLE, but at the same time, it is some of the best work I've ever done. Uh, I get invigorated to go again. We'll go again this summer uh, for a four-day trip with this cohort, and we will be starting a new cohort uh, at the 2020 cohort, as a matter of fact, with UVA, and uh, I'm sorry, their 20th cohort. And uh, those schools will be Eisenhower and Washington and Madison. And those are the three schools that haven't gone through yet. So we're really excited about that. That means all of our schools will have had exposure, and we're continuing those processes and practices that we've learned. And um, people always say, well, I'm not sure about this program. UVA PLE is not a program. It's a partnership to build capacity here. And we bring it back and make it exactly what this district needs, not some sort of bag of tricks that we apply across Mm -hmm. the board. I think that's another thing I love about it is that this, like no other professional development that I've been a part of, you hit the ground running when you come back and you immediately are applying those things and they become entrenched in, in the structure of what you do. It's not just, oh, that was a really good idea. I need to not forget that so I can plug that in somewhere. Absolutely. It truly changes the way of operation and, and makes it the most efficient and um, that helps our students meet their potential. So, yeah, As a matter of fact, even with, um, you know, when we go somewhere with UVA, it's not just a sit and get. We are working and doing the whole time and they give us time to reflect and put it into practice so we come back with a plan ready to go. Yes. Uh, so that's been an amazing thing to uh, for them to model for us and then for us to apply when we're back here. We have talked a lot about the adult learning and, and the items that we're bringing back and we're applying to our practices in the classroom and in our buildings. Let's talk to students for a second. What's the hope for our students based on the work that we're completing right now in this partnership? I think the hope for our students is that as teachers, we're able to meet their instructional needs so that when they leave our classrooms, they're prepared for whatever they have next in life. I know we did our deep data dive based on our quarter two interims right before we left for Oklahoma City. And coming back the very first day that I was back in the classroom, I used that guided discourse with some of those skills that I saw my students really needed extra help with. And my kids have loved it, getting a chance to talk with each other, proving each other right and wrong about why questions should be answered in a certain way. Um, I think also like 
the opportunity to do DDI, it gives us a chance to really target those groups that we normally wouldn't get to um, day to day. So our EL, our SPED kids, even our just struggling students that really don't want to wake up in the morning and being there. So it just gives us that intentionality that we've been talking about and really going back and building those skills faster and closer to mastery quicker. As we look across the district um, at our interim scores, our NWA scores, and are looking at that data uh, to help us be ready for the big game, which is iLearn, uh, we have uh, really gotten good at that. And it's not across the board yet, but it will be. And um, the pockets that have really uh, grasped on DDI and said, this is how, how the game should be played. We actually had last year the idea we asked to investigate some of our iLearn test scores because they were so high across the board in grade levels. And uh, we were so excited about that investigation because we couldn't wait to show them our data. Uh, it wasn't just iLearn data that was so high. It was the NWA data, the interim data that all uh, coordinated and proved that our kids, all kids can learn at a high level when we're prescriptive with our teaching. Well, and I love that it's the data guy. You know what? I know we do a lot of assessments here in our school district, but we're using those assessments. So there is purpose. There is a point into it, which creates a high degree of buy-in with it. And it it comes back to that word we've said several times, intentionality. With that data, we can be intentional. Yeah, it's not about the assessment. It is about what we do with the Mm -hmm. assessment and how we can help kids grow. Um, so I'm, I'm just really excited to see where this goes, excited to have great teacher leadership within our buildings, uh, principals buying in, and we really want to help spread the word so that our parents understand what we're doing, too. It's not just testing our kids to death. It's not about that at all. We're asking kids to show what they know, and then we're going to give them what they tell us they need. Absolutely. So as we close up, ladies, what would you tell incoming UVA partner schools and specifically teachers that may be tapped to help lead this charge of work? I think just being willing to be vulnerable and know that it's going to be a slow process. Yes, you're going to be getting a lot of information at first, but the goal is to go slow so we can go fast later. Um, And then just tap in on others and lean into them on when you need help and know that you're not doing it alone. Additionally, it can be really intimidating getting asked to do this, but knowing that the work is worth it. If you put in the work, we're going to see those changes and the results of those in our students and in our school buildings. I just can't wait to see kids learn at high levels. We're, we're doing great work in Warsaw. We can do even better. Um, and the result is kids uh, being able to have the futures that they want. It's a great route to, uh, like you said, Catherine, lifelong learning or just that pursuit of, you know, we're always looking at how we can improve no matter how good we get. I keep this sticky note on my desk every single day, and it's something that I've taken away from from the work with Darden. Every system is perfectly designed to produce the results it is getting. And in Warsaw Community Schools, we want to get awesome results. So it's about creating the right systems. Redesigning, for sure. Thanks for joining us today, ladies. Good, good stuff. And I hope our listeners learned a little bit more about this great partnership that we have going on. Kyle, next up we have... We're going to learn some more about high school programming. We will have Mr. Akers and Mr. Barkey with us next week. They're going to talk about all the changes that might be upcoming in the high school for next year's course selection. So listeners out there, you'll want to make sure you tune in for that one. And if you know someone that doesn't tune into the Tiger Cast but has high school students, you're going to want to get them to listen in. Thanks for joining us, Warsaw.
Have a great weekend.